Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast, where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Shadow Dancer Secret of Shinobi for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. Shadow Dancer Secret of Shinobi was developed and published by Sega for the Genesis slash Master System in Japan December of 1990. In North America, also in 1990, and in Europe and PAL territories, 1991. Oh. But not too far off. Yeah. Now, this game was based off of an arcade game of the same name. Yeah, yeah, I I remember seeing it. The arcade game came out one year before in 1989. And there are a few differences between this and the arcade game version. The uh, levels are different to a degree. Mm -hmm. And in the arcade game, there are no hostages. You're diffusing bombs throughout maps. Right, right. That's that's cool, too. Yes. Now, the arcade game was ported to many systems beyond the Genesis. Uh, It had ports for the Commodore 64. Uh, Okay. And many other systems to the ZX Spectrum uh, and even the Master System. Man, uh, had really? ports in Europe and Brazil. Brazil, okay. And I'm sure we've talked about it before, but just to reiterate to our listeners, Brazil had a much longer history with the master system than almost any other country. Yeah, yeah. Because due to their um, tariff or import situation, the master system was built in, they had their own master system that was built in Brazil. Okay. And therefore yeah. much cheaper than any other video game system. Yeah, it's interesting too where... You know, you can see where development continued long after that uh, system died elsewhere. Oh, yeah. So you can see, like, how, you know, the Master System was a pretty strong uh, system, really. Mm-hmm. Now, this Genesis version, uh, its music was done by Kisuki Sukahara. Okay. And um, they actually had a long history with Sega. Okay. And uh, they did the music for Afterburner, Outrun, Virtua oh, wow. Fighter. Okay, okay. So Some big hits. Oh, yeah. Through many ages of Sega. so And then uh, finally, this game was re-released for the Wii as part of its uh, virtual console. Oh, okay, cool. And then, of course, on many different Sega Genesis Classics collections. Gotcha. Well, Nick, what kind of game is Shadow Dancer, The Secret of Shinobi? Well, it's a, it's a side-scrolling kind of, I guess, action platformer. It's got that bi-level... Shinobi, I guess, Rolling Thunder-ish kind of game. Yeah, I think Rolling Thunder was the first game to do that. But, you know, I could be wrong. It's, I mean, it's definitely very similar to the Shinobi we played on Master System. Mm -hmm. Because it's, uh, you know, you have the the two floors that you can jump up and down between. Yes, because in this game there is a jump. And you have your normal jump, Mm -hmm. which you use to jump onto boxes over enemy projectiles. Yeah, it's a pretty generous jump, I think. But if you hold up... And then press jump, you will move to the top screen area, mm-hmm. or sometimes a backgroundy kind of area as well. Yeah, yeah. You can jump behind a fence in one level. And there is like a limit, though, as to the distance you can make that that jump between levels. Yeah, it can't be super far. So, so sometimes you need to find boxes or whatever to something to give shorten you a boost. the gap. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you can attack in this game. You have two forms of attack. Yeah, you've got your you know in classic shinobi mode, it's you throw shuriken. Mm-hmm. And then when you're close to an enemy, you will do... I mean, I guess it's a sword slash in this game. Yeah, uh, which I did always find it kind of interesting when the trade-off began. Yeah, sometimes. It's like 
it's it's a weird I, I definitely hated it at first and then got kind of better but i still i feel like this game would be a lot more fun if you just had a separate button for your sword agreed a thousand times over uh, <laughs> and then when you're in the air is that a sword slash or a kick Sometimes it's a kick. Okay, because then there's also a kick. Yeah. And I don't know when that's activated separately from the sword slash. I think that's only when you have the power up. Okay. Or something. I um, you Because, know, you know, the, the sword doesn't get powered up, but your weapons do. Yeah, you're like, you'll get your, when you rescue certain hostages, they give you, usually it's just points, but sometimes you'll get your, your attacks get powered up. And well, then you, here's what it is. You have to rescue hostages as you go through every level. Yeah, you have a set amount per and, level. Each male hostage gives you points, oh. but the female hostages give you a power-up. I see. I never noticed that. And then I think the male hostages also sometimes give you a, a bonus life, or maybe it's just the points you get from them. Yeah, sometimes. I, I don't know if you get extra lives for points, because I never noticed uh, a, I cheated. a threshold. So I had a bunch of extra lives by the end of the game. Okay. I don't know how or why. Well, um, but yeah, in addition to your two weapons, you also have a third way to deal with enemies and that's your dog yes well actually you have a fourth way we'll get to the dog in a second you also have ninja magic that's true ninjutsu and there are three forms of ninja magic yes which are all effectively the same they just defeat everything on the screen yeah or do two points of damage to a boss if Mm -hmm. it's vulnerable that's true yeah which is when i used mine exclusively i i didn't so much at bosses like there were certain levels where since you only get one you get one shot yes once per level Mm mm-hmm and it's a different magic each level. Is yeah, that the deal? yeah, it's it. Yeah, it like cycles through them. I think yeah. or some weird thing. But there are certain spots and levels that are super. Hard, I don't know. And, and I would figure I would find myself grinding up against these certain areas and then realizing like just use your ninja magic and run. What are you saving it for? Gotcha. It's, it's just points and not even that many. And you do have to like charge it up a second to use it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then there's also a duck. We didn't mention that you can duck under bullets. Yeah. Some bullets, because some of the guys will, you know, there are a couple weird heights of, of gun sh- shooting uh, policemen, I guess. <laughs> and then there is, of course, what makes this game different than the other Shinobi games. And that is the addition of the dog you mentioned earlier. That's right. Yamato. And the dog's a really cool concept. I, I actually really like the dog. Um, I use it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, he follows you around and constantly barks. Yep. But At uh, danger? At any point. Yeah. Uh, you can charge up. But if you're holding still, I think, and then yeah. you hold down your attack and it charges up this little kind of dog symbol in the in the center of the screen. And then when it's full, he'll rush forward and kind of paralyze an enemy by jumping on him. Most enemies. Some enemies can still attack him, though. Yeah. And if that happens, he gets like hurt and then thrown back and turns into a puppy. Yeah. And then he gets big again once you've completed i think maybe rescued another hostage yeah yeah and uh that's another difference between this and the arcade version i think the amount of time you, you could use the dog was limited mm. in the arcade one okay but in this one you know as long as there's one enemy on the screen it's almost always advantageous if they're a shooty enemy or whatever oh yeah to use that dog i mean and, and it'll trick you especially in the earlier levels because you're like i can do this right without the dog but it's just way easier and, and it's free so why not just the only downside is it does take extra time yeah it does slow you down a bit i guess now another way to get lives in this game is through the bonus levels yeah they're different than in the past they're instead of the first they're person much worse yeah uh the first stars. person ones were still very hard yeah, but they were yeah. a really cool different break from the normal game yeah yeah but in this one it's like the same sprites and well, instead, true. you are just jumping off of a very tall building. Yeah, you're sailing down, and a bunch of ninjas are jumping back and forth between these two buildings. And you can move left to right and use your shurikens to kill them all. 
And after the very first or second one, I have no idea how you're supposed to kill all of the ninjas. I'll tell you, you just go all the way to the left and just keep jamming down your shuriken button and you'll kill them all every time. Oh. I lucked into figure I figured that out right away where I was like, man, they all bounce off the walls. So what if I just stay by a wall and then every time 50, you get a three up. Oh, wow. It's pretty sweet. Okay. Because <laughs> I know I could never do anything in the old Shinobi ones. Right, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if you're skilled, you could actually try to aim them, but... If you just, I mean, I'm assuming it works on the right as well, but mm-hmm. I, I tried the left and it worked every time. So All right, pro, pro tip. I wish I would have known that a bit earlier. But you, you need a lot of extra lives because this is a Shinobi game with one hit kills. Yes. Which is pretty rough in, in, it, in its way. And then the continue situation? I think you start with three. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, I'm if you play on harder versions, does you do you get less continues or? Let's say yes. But I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I only played on the normal mode. <laughs> As did I. But, um, and, and we should mention that also, since this is Shinobi, there, you don't take damage when you just walk into an enemy. Yes. Thank goodness. So you'll kind of bounce off them. You both get stunned and then you can usually kill them beforehand. But, you know, certain enemies when they're like jumping or those weird green mutant alien things, those will hurt you if you touch or the, them. Or the black ninjas. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's not all fun and games. <laughs> Well, Nick, this is a flagship game for Sega. Yes. And a little bit of a departure from the usual Shinobi shenanigans. Well, um, if you're asking about the manual, sir, yes. um, it is it's very short. Oh, it's not an in-depth not look good. at no, no. Um, the life and times of John Shinobi. Uh, unfortunately, no. It's, um, it's 16 pages. It's all black and white. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of screenshots, but no art. What about story? Um, there is some story, and it's weird. Um, yeah, because this story is different than the Japanese one. Yeah, and and uh, the Japanese one, you are like you play as Musashi's son, mm-hmm. and, and that's your dog. Yes, but in this one, it's you are. Um, it, it's so weird. It's like after defeating the Neo Zed in the in the previous game, mm-hmm. uh, Musashi like goes to New York City to relax and see his friend Kato, who's a former former pupil, uh-huh. and then. Musashi leaves, and then Kato gets killed trying to uh, rescue some kidnapped children, and then so he comes back and vows to avenge him with wow. uh, against the evil gang of Union Lizard. Yes, and the setting of this game is like the post-apocalyptic world, which makes what sense if it's in the future. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you are the son of Musashi, but in this version, it makes no sense. No, no. And then that whole rigmarole with Kato is just to explain where you, your dog comes from, I think, because it was his dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. It's uh yeah. So it's weird, but you then, you know, vow to avenge him and you tell you tell his mother that you will kill the people who did this. Union lizard. So I mean, I guess that's kinda cool with the story, but I mean, it does an okay job of explaining the very simple controls to this game. Gotcha. There aren't a lot of there's not a lot there to really talk about. It gives you a brief preview of the five rounds and, and you're off. So it's a pretty skippable book, really. Well, Nick, what was your personal experience with Shadow Dancer, I The never, Secret of Shinobi? I, uh, I never played this game. Uh, I didn't even know it existed as a child. I, I remember seeing of it in magazines like EGMs and stuff. Where I knew that I was like, there's that Shinobi with the dog. I saw it in the arcade once or twice, but I never, never played the, it. I never read those devil books. I stick with my Nintendo Power. <laughs> Thank you very much. And, well, you know, I'll take anything. But yeah, and I, I'd never played it. I, I did play the Revenge of Shinobi which yes. was the first one that came out on the Sega Genesis. But it, that is a weird, that's totally different than other Shinobi games. So. Yes. And I think I found out about this, like, you know, when the internet happened. Okay, yeah. 
and the the glut of ROMs when you first are like, I can emulate things. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Fun fact, if you're looking for any Shadow Dancer info on the internet, you really have to make sure you put in the Shinobi part. Oh, sure, yeah. There's a lot of other Shadow Dancers out there now. Hey, it's a popular name. doesn't seem like a Shinobi game title, but I like it. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's cool. And then, Nick, what was your more recent experience with uh, this Shadow Dancer, The Secret of Shinobi? Well, it's... Shinobi. No secret that... um, Well, I beat this game. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I played it once a day for about four days, for about an hour. Like, I would try to beat a level, typically get to the next one, not do that well. And then beat it the next time. Like, and then so did you beat this game 100% legit on your final uh, playthrough? Um, kind of. I, I did save state, but I okay. didn't cheat. Like I save state in between levels, gotcha. or, and I would just use continues, be, and then you know for that one right play session, I cheated my butt off. So <laughs> yeah. I used. Uh, I played this on the Genesis collection that has the rewind feature, mm-hmm. and I just rewound, rewound, yeah, rewound well, all the deaths. Yeah, it's. I mean, because so much of this game is like. This is where an enemy appears and jumps at you. And if you weren't ready, you have got killed by it. Sure, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. You memorize these very, very short levels, basically. Yeah, and I didn't want to. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would probably try to, you know, legit this more. Because the first Shinobi wasn't that hard to do, but besides the boss fights, really. Yeah. And I and uh, I just didn't, I didn't have the willpower to. I see. To bust through it. But I did beat it, you know, <laughs> in that cheating method. Sure, sure. Well, once again, Nick, we find ourselves in the general chat portion of our show. Here we are. And I would just like to start by saying that this game is more Shinobi, just with a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, and I was kind of hoping for more than that. Not strange. Well, Revenge of Shinobi is a little more... Got a little more going on. You have a life meter and you're kind of investigating an area. Yeah. But I this can't, is... Can't wait to get there. Clearly... Well, even though that game actually predated this one on the Sega Genesis, it's a weird... I don't know why they, ah, whatever. But. Yeah, this just felt like uh, more Shinobi, but not the parts I loved about Shinobi, which weren't a lot. Well, I, I mean, I like this game a lot better than Shinobi, but it, it's, I mean, it's definitely like it's an arcade game port. So yes. it's 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 unforgiving in that you it's a one-hit kill, mm-hmm. but you get a bunch of lives, and the levels are so short that generally I found that once I could beat a level once, I could do it almost every time, like when I would come back. So Yeah, because you just have to know where everyone's going to jump out of. Yeah, I mean, it's and the best way to deal with certain, you know, there's kind of a puzzle element generally in the like third and fourth and beyond. Those there's certain levels where I was like, how do I get past here? I, I keep dying every time and then it's usually almost always use the dog or use your magic. Mm-hmm. And then you're good. And then another thing that really confused me about this game was I can never figure out when enemies were going to be deadly after a certain point. Like sometimes I could slash them, sometimes I could kick them in the air, sometimes they just killed me in the air. It's a weird, it's the weird melee timing, which is strange. And, uh, you know, I was okay. I, I learned how to use the sword okay yeah, on the ground. Until about the second to last and last level, when they really start throwing in like four enemies at a time at you. Yeah, lots of ninjas. And then you can't just stand your ground and sword. Like you have to move out of the way of certain jumping at enemies. Yeah, yeah. You That's have... when I was like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to, like, my hitboxes line up to kill these things properly. Yeah, and I mean... It's tougher in the last level to do this, but in a lot of the earlier ones, too, I found that I was like, just keep running past some of these ninjas. They'll jump over you and then just keep going if, mm-hmm. if you can, and then they'll just go away. Well, and if you can use that sword early on, it's the best. It's way better than your 
shurikens. Sure, yeah. Stronger, and then you can just, you know, run up and slash, boom, take care of them, move on. And there are a few different enemies that will block shurikens as well, so you kind of have to use it against certain, you know. Now, the shooting enemies, I thought, were really easy to deal with in this game, unless they were at some really strange, like, you know, height where they were shooting your feet, kind of, or that kind of thing. Yeah, those are, and again, it's almost always, like, I would get stuck in certain spots with these guys when they're shooting at my ankle, but the whole time it was like, just use your dog or use your magic. And And I did love the dog. The dog looks cool. Its mechanic is great. I wish I could see that in another game. Yeah, it's a very simple but effective way to use uh, an animal. And it's very amazing how, you know, it can go over boxes. It has a large terrain movement, more so than you would imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It zooms up. It looks cool. And I mean... And you do feel bad when it gets hurt. Yeah, because yeah, the yelps and it makes a little yelp turns into that cute puppy. Oh, but and then he... you can't use it again, like we said, until you regrow it by saving some people. Yeah, yeah. That's another thing. I thought the hostages were an easier to rescue places. You never had to backtrack any to get to them or really anything. They're just like on the path for the most part. Yeah, generally the levels aren't very expansive. Like no, it's two planes and you're going through. And like some of them, you know, like on the bridge level where there's like places you can jump down to. Yeah, I think there might be one hostage down there, but there's a couple places where there's. I was like, there's got to be something hidden down here, but nope. nope, nothing. Yeah, and that's like the biggest problem for me with this game is that it was just too much of the same all across the 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 game. Where I wanted to have new things to do or explore, but instead I just got reskins of the same four enemies. No, yeah, it's for that, six levels, it's that arcade. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. and it, we should also mention that you can, or when you kill certain enemies and then you die, they don't come back as well as the hostages. Okay. Which is kind of weird. I super cheated, so I didn't encounter this. Which enemies are we talking about? Like the big green guys that throw their shields. And those are the hardest enemies to deal with, I think. Some of them, yeah. In the entire game. Because if they're just placed in the wrong spot, the timing to kill them is very hard. I would, yeah, it's it's all about let them throw it. And when their shield's like coming back, run in there and slash them. Yeah. But otherwise, almost all the ninjas are nothing. Yeah. Not until you get to the black ninjas. And then they're hard because if there's more than one on the screen, you don't, they can attack you when you're jump kicking or from them jumping right most right. of the time the red ninjas would mess with me a lot that's those were the first that was my first snagging point in the third level but um you can so you can kind of make progress as you go through certain levels over and over like you've died and you got to start the whole level over but some of the enemies are gone and any of the hostages you have you don't have to rescue again so yeah that's nice and then uh that's the last thing i'm gonna gripe about here in this, this portion is the bosses I, they have the weirdest, like, shortest times to hit them. They, yeah, in small areas. But they only take, like, what, six hits? or Yeah, I mean, once you figure it out, but it's just feel like the boss's pipe. I feel like the boss fights always take way longer than they need to just because I'm just running for 90% of it and I have, like, <laughs> one tiny moment to get one hit in. Some of them, it's, yeah. I mean, for me, the thing was always, like, where do I hit them? And then it's almost always just a glowing spot. Imagine that. Yeah. Like, if their hair glows, hit them in the head, and you're good to go. Well, this is it. This is the level by level section of our show, and this game only has six levels. Kind of. Well, it's five, but they're five rounds with three parts each. Okay. Except for the last one, which is its own multiple weird rooms. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the same room over and over, but <laughs> yeah. we'll get there. And you know, and that's not a lot, so we're just going to go through each one. I mean, and we're just going to give you a brief overview of what these levels are like, because here would be us describing each level in detail. A guy jumps out. There's a hostage. 
Well, there's not even a. These Dodge levels are so there's small. Some boxes. <laughs> Jump over the boxes. Rescue another hostage. That's the Shinobi way. Duck from the shooting guy, and then kill some ninjas. <laughs> but then uh, we do have level one. That's right. Round one, one. But the first area is the burning downtown. Yeah, you know, just like New York always is. Yeah, and this level is like like the first round is the background is inflamed with huge waving flames that look pretty cool. Yeah, and this is something I meant to mention in the general chat is that the backgrounds in this game, when they're there, are really awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think graphically it's pretty solid. Like for a game from nine, you know, the Super Nintendo wasn't even truly out yet here in the U.S., so it was you know relatively impressive for the time. It, it looks okay now, I think, if not remarkable you know Mm -hmm. and in these first three levels you're going to get introduced to all the enemies at least in one color or another yeah you'll see like the hooded guys that the first ones you see are blue they're like a gray jumpsuit with a blue hood Mm -hmm. and they have like some machetes or something and those guys are straight up come on that's rolling thunder like yeah that's what i thought uh you're gonna have the shield throwing guy in the weird armor and you'll see the first of many, like what I guess are cops. They look like future cops because they have like a riot thing, like where they have like elbow and shoulder and knee I c- pads. I can you know? see that now. I thought they were wearing like a hoodie, also. Okay. See, I, I thought of it as like one of those riot helmets with oh, the no, shield. No, I, I totally you know? see it. I hey, or I mean a ball cap. I don't know. I, whatever it is, they're a guy that shoots you. Yeah, yeah, and and then he reloads, and that's when you kill him. They get three shots, then they'll reload. You can dodge them, but. I almost always just use the dog on those guys. They're super easy. Yes. And then uh, I don't know if your first ninjas appear in this first one, but I'm sure they do. Yeah. There are also manhole covers that explode with fire. Yeah. That will catch you off guard. And there's one at like the very end of the level. It's like a total jerk move mm-hmm. where you think you're done and we're walking over and it like blasts you and kills you. But so watch out for those. And then in one, two, this is just a city block. There's a lot of buildings. Some falling blocks for some reason. So, yeah, well, it's like an earthquake. Sometimes the background like cracks and shifts slightly. Uh-huh. But here you'll see those green shield guys and those little red roller dudes that look kind of insectoid. They'll roll at you, and then they have a slash. Yeah, but you can always slash them first. And always. Just use your sword before they get up, because they will, they will get you if you give them a chance. And then uh, the third level is almost always the boss level. Mm-hmm. And this boss is called... Armored Monster? That's what I saw it listed as. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea what the names are because they don't mention them at all in the manual. I just called it. It looks like a giant like samurai yes. guy. And his weak spot is his head. Mm-hmm. And then what's his attack? Well, he, I guess like stomps and this rubble falls from the ceiling. You got to dodge it. Yeah. And he'll also breathe fire out that you just have to duck to avoid. Yeah, which this boss is actually pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you mentioned before, it's a small target area as face, so some th- that's the only thing that can cause you any trouble. Like, right, and that's my biggest problem is these boss uh, kill spots are always so small that if you miss, you're just like, oh, another 30 seconds. Yeah, get it, it is like one of those where it, it's not hard if you don't try to go fast. You yeah, know? <laughs> it just takes forever. And then what I usually do is that I save my magic until it has two hit points left. And then just finish it off. And then whenever the glowing spot's revealed, which it only is revealed after he does the two attacks. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that's when I use it. I'm like, finally, finish this thing off. Kill this jerk. And then you can move on to round 2-1, the battle on the railway. This is like a uh, like a bridge. Yeah, like a trestle or something at the beginning. Yeah, you're, um, and you're, you're going across a bridge. There are, um, well, there's those red hooded guys. They're similar to the blue hood. They look like mm-hmm. the... Rolling Thunder guys, but they have like a two-handed weapon, but you barely see them. These guys are the easiest. And gotcha. Lots of cops and stuff, but nothing too big here. 
I know in level two, two, that's where you're in the city and you know, some pretty cool buildings and stuff, but that's where you have the fence in the background that you can jump behind. Where... Right. I think there's one or two hostages behind there. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool. It's something they probably should have done more with. Yeah. I, I mean, again, I would have seen this if I had played it before we saw the fence stuff in Super Mario World, you know, mm-hmm. the, the either side. So, you know, there's a little bit of that. Lots of red ninjas here that I think are the only hard part. Yeah. I think this is when I started really using my dog a lot more towards the end of this level. Mm. Mm. And sh- which takes us to our boss of this... Uh, Level two. Yeah, yeah, this weird rock head creature. The wall monster, as I saw it okay. mentioned as. I think it's just the, whatever this guy that wrote the FAQ named it. Sure. Well, it's, yeah, you just have a weird, like, rock face that comes out of the wall. It's, it, um, and then two large hands that will move at you a certain amount and then fall down. So as long as you're moving, generally, you can trick it, and it's not hard to avoid the hands. You just You could never stop because they will come and hit you or the falling part. Or the falling part could be a problem as well. If they're, and it depends on how close they are to you. You know what I mean? Like, because sometimes it'll appear like far away, and then I'm just like, I, there's no way. But, and then where is, is it some part of its face, its mouth, its eyes? Yeah, I think it's forehead somewhere. That's what it is, yeah. It, it looks like you should shoot it in the mouth, but I think it's more of the forehead. Gotcha. But either way, slay away. Yeah, and then you'll move on to the third level, my favorite. Yeah, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, it's pretty darn cool. Yeah, I guess at the beginning you're like inside, like at the base, I guess. Yeah, you stop and you read that poem. <laughs> um, give us your you're poor, huddled. you're tired, your huddled masses. <laughs> All of your ninjas. I mean, that used to be inside the base. I think Shinobi was the one that actually took it and put it outside. Oh, that's what a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, it kind of looks like a warehouse inside where you yes. have different floors, boxes. And this is the first time you really have to like find the the high ground to jump to the next level yeah yeah this, this is the closest you're going to get to like a maze of like oh no is there a guy hidden on the far left or the far right of yeah, this I mean, level the, there's kind of like multiple paths like not really multiple but you can take like a shortcut or an easier way if you go all the way to the left on the second floor maybe but you still have to stuff. get all the hostages so yeah it just lets you like attack like there's certain enemies that like the green shield guys like if they're not facing you you can just shoot them and they'll die or right. you know you, eh, a little bit it's really part two that is the cooler part. Well, yeah, then you're outside and you're on an elevator moving up and you can see the statue in the background. Like, as and you're it's scrolling cool. past it. The, the, the scroll of the statue is pretty impressive. Yeah, I actually, you know, this game uses some pretty good parallax too. You yeah. Know? Like, this yeah. was a part where I got stuck at. This is my first real sticking point was. Well, it's a standard elevator level where guys are going to be jumping down. Or like teleporting in like the ninjas do. Or teleporting in. It's just they start throwing so many at you. Yeah, and then sometimes the helicopter the helicopter comes by and like strafes the floor with bullets you have to jump over. Which is pretty awesome. It looks cool, and it's easier to dodge than I thought. And this <laughs> is seems. What, what, and I hate to say it, but this is kind of what I wanted in this game, was to see, you know, more than your standard, there's two levels, I got to jump to the other level to rescue hostages mm-hmm. and move on. Yeah, a little something, you know. But this really didn't uh, mix it up. And while it was hard going up that elevator, it's, it feels really cool when you get to the top. Yeah, there's stop at the there's a spot where there's four red ninjas that come out at once, and that's always that's that was the first area where once I was like, I don't know how to get past this, and it was magic. like, just use your magic, you dunce. Yeah, and then when you get to the top, like I mentioned, you stop. Yeah, and you yeah. climb into the the torch. You the like torch jump area. up. Yeah, yeah, and then you will fight the buzzsaw woman. I don't know what to call her, <laughs> the boss. Yeah, I mean that's pretty. I think that's it. It's a it's a lady who's about 15 to 20 feet tall mm-hmm. and has buzzsaws on her hands and can summon a large buzzsaw that yes. will kind of run in place and then charge at you and you have to jump over it. 
Yes. While trying to shoot her in the head when her hair glows. Again, it's all about dodging. So much dodging. And then waiting for that one little window that you pray you got that hit on. Uh, yeah, I'm like, if it, not, you're like, oh, maybe the cycle it, continues. if you're a more skilled ninja than I, but sometimes you can get her before she gets that buzzsaw down and then she'll just jump. Like, I feel like if you were really good, you could like blast this boss really fast. Yeah, there were a though. few times where you could, if you were quick enough, they wouldn't go through their full cycle. Right. So once you've finished off the buzzsaw lady, then you get to move on to the very next level. Uh, yes, in the darkness. The lazy. I think this is when they started running out of. <laughs> well, you're not. The club. cave looks pretty cool. No, I'm just kidding. But it is. This was another level I got caught at where you, um, right away, it, it's such a short level and it's just like you battle your way up this kind of hill, a cave hill. Yeah. And it's like on the top of it. That's where I got stuck, where I eventually figured out this way to get past it. And then I, it dawned on me after trying and failing and barely mastering this. Thing. It was like, if you just use your magic, you'll be fine. Well, and this part is where there's a lot of pits to fall into. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't really run into pit deaths unless unless I was knocked into them. Exactly. But, that's the that's the key factor. But generally, it was okay if you keep moving. But the 4-2, though, is a pretty cool level where it's like the dark cave. Yes. And you have like these lights. That are searching like around? Shafts of light coming down. And you can see. Uh, I don't know if I thought. At first, I thought it was cool. And then by the end, I was kind of annoyed by it. I mean, I, I don't recall any hidden pits or anything. But no, but like, there's hidden enemies towards the end. Well, you can only see that, you know, you'll see hostages no matter whether they're in the light or the darkness. Right. But the enemies are only visible in the light. And you so just need to assume there's enemies You have to get to ready every for hostage. them. And once the ninjas show up and start jumping, it can be kind of tough to know where they're headed. Yeah, and if they're in the dark, you can't see them. Also, the bullets show up right, once right. they come into the light. But it's just... I found the end of it to be a little challenging. Oh, definitely. It's it's one of those, like, rehearsal. It's a rehearsal game. You just got to memorize it. <laughs> uh, for sure. Uh, you get past this darkness zone, and then you are into the boss area. You're fighting a giant... Another, like... Fire wheel. Yeah, like, like from... demon... From uh, Actraiser, remember? Like, well, I think this is some sort of yeah, thing that we culturally don't understand. It's an evil samsara or something. No, we had... Uh, a cartridge commander wrote into us about it, but I forgot. But um, this thing uh, just rolls around kind of like uh, this boss. I didn't understand what its real attacks were. It seemed really like easy to not die. Right. It just took a long time to fight because it rolled around. The face only up, opens up every once in a while. Yeah. It's kind of weird, too, because you're on this like rock. Well, this creates that falling. circle of flames. Yeah. Yeah. That block your shots. And then if you touch them, you die. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think sometimes they come out like. If you get close, they fold out towards the ground more. Right. Mm. So really yeah. you just, just got to run away from it every time it appears. Gotcha. Turn around and punch it, punch it, shoot it in the face. Not too. Not, yeah. Take it down. Take it down a notch. You can, and then you are in the final level. This is the Union Lizard. The Union Lizard. A great name. <laughs> um, the, this... li- the Union Lizard, man. <laughs> it's coming to get you. This level, uh, yeah, you know, it's reptile workers' rights. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, this level is really just five, I guess six rooms. And are these rooms any different? I don't think so. They it's all just look the same as, room yeah. over and over again with different enemies in it. Yeah, and it's just a really, it's even shorter than a normal level. And it's a gauntlet. It's, you're going to go through every enemy in the game you've fought so far. Yeah, and it's like the first room is like a bunch of those cops guys. Then the second room, you'll see a bunch of the, what I started calling the red rollers, which mm-hmm. are those insectoid guys. And my favorite, um, Roller Derby team. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then there's those, I mean, I don't know if they're mutant. The third room is full of the green 
one-eyed. They have the yellow eye. And they're like a mutant or a lizard or something. I'm, I think they're the very lizards I guess. of Union Lizard. <laughs> they're, those enemies are kind of tough because they will hurt you if they touch you. So I'm guessing if you took the mask off some of these ninjas, it'd look like Reptile from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I, well, I only hope so. And then room four, same room, but full of ninjas. All colors of them. You can fight a whole spectrum of ninjas here. And then room five is the worst. Because now right. it's the new ninja. Yes, the black ninja. Back in black ninja is here. And the black ninja is the worst. Because it has, I don't know. It, it takes like three hits. It takes three hits. And when it's jumping, like it's almost impossible to kill it while it's like I, jumping towards you. Even the, even as weak as the red ninjas, I'm like, if they're jumping, I'm like, just keep away. <laughs> like, yeah, you want to wait for them to land. Then you have to slash them. Yeah, because if I'm in the air, like you, your timing on your sword is weird. It's like you would have to attack you, you, way before I always end up doing it. So right. I always get hurt first. So just stay on the ground and battle your way through. And if you do, you can make it through this final room. You get to the final boss of the game. Soros. I get, yeah, but he doesn't. He just looks. It's like a giant samurai. Yep, sitting in the background mm-hmm. on a throne. Yes, and he will constantly spawn those yeah. annoying black. You ninjas. see, like lightning bolts come. There's two statues in the background, is left and right, and then lightning bolt will hit one, and then a black ninja drops out, and so you kind of have to keep on top of those because they'll fill but up. I this is possibly one of the easiest boss fights of the game. Yeah, well, because he barely does anything. Like, his head pops off sometimes and fire shoots out. And then, yeah, then fire rains across the screen. But it's blocked by the platform the ninjas appear on. So you can just hide under that and you're fine. Yeah, and... And after that's your tiny window to hit him in the face. Yep. Now, the problem with this boss fight is not that it's hard. It's that it takes forever. Because you have to wait for, like, three waves of those black ninjas to be appeared, be killed. And then before yeah. that, the fire ever happens. It's a it's a ninja gauntlet, and you have to just keep keep on top of it until you know you get that one hit, and then pray that you don't miss because then. So I was really looking forward to getting that life bar down because I was like, all right, what's going to be the second form when I get right. to fight this giant well, dude? It is surely a lizard. Yes, but no, it just dies. <laughs> it just dies. It is so disappointing. Yeah, it's not much of a. I mean, all the bosses are weird, but I think that might just be a shinobi thing, but. I you know I just was like I really just only fought more ninjas in this boss fight, not actually a boss. This was the biggest letdown of it for me. Sure, yeah. Once you beat the game, you get a silhouette of you and the dog, mm-hmm. and credits. Yeah, fake credits. Fake credits. Yeah, uh, yeah, because some of the thank yous were really weird. Yeah, they're all. I mean, it was just. I mean, know. it's pseudonyms. Yeah, yeah, but it's a that anti-poaching thing. Yeah. And then at the very end, the color comes in, and you see in full glory, Shinobi, the dog. Mm-hmm. And the Statue of Liberty in the background. Yeah, it turns the face, and it even says "to be continued." Yes, and it really highlights the difference in uh, visual style of true Japanese ninjas and American ninjas. Oh yeah, because <laughs> the Japanese ninja have that head headband metal thing. Yeah, well, it even has like, like Naruto and stuff armor thing that's yeah. like cracked. It, like it looks damaged, so it's pretty cool. So it does look really cool. It's like the best graphic of the entire game. <laughs> so you get to see that there. You get your to be continued, yeah, and yeah. that is it. That is it. Well, here we are in the review portion of our show, and of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System that has four categories. Each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and 
sound. Nick, I gave this game a 4.0. Okay, I went with a 3.0, but I could see higher because I actually forgot to talk about it, but I really like the, the music for most of this game. Yeah, the music's really good, and the graphics are really good. It's just, in the background, it's just that the enemy's a bit repetitive. Yeah. But it is, it is like you said, an early game of the system, and it is, you know, a side-scrolling brawler, so, mm. you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Goo, goo, goo. Now we have play control, and I gave it a 3.0. Okay, I went with 2.5. I thought it was really responsive. I could always do what I wanted to do in this game. I just wanted another button for that sword. That's my only thing. I can see that, but I really never had a problem timing it. And I I was even able to, unlike you and your poor playing skills, uh, (laughs) master the jump kick when I was... I think I realized what the difference is. One is when you're jumping forward and one's when you're jumping straight up. Oh, okay. And Well, even in the the, manual, I forgot to mention this, there's a weird part where it's like you can power up and you have like a kick and an uppercut. Oh, I think maybe they never change visually when you get the... Yeah, I was like, I've never seen... It was like, it's a powerful uppercut for anti-air attacks. I was like, what? I don't remember that, so... And I know I can just vertically jump and usually attack the enemies fairly consistently. Sure, There's never out of my realm of like trying to do what I wanted. Yeah, and I mean, using the dog is great. Um it's uh it's an easy, simple thing to do and it's uh, intuitive. It's fun, yeah. For sure. Next up is challenge factor, Nick. I went with a with a 3.0. It's and I went with a 4.0. I mean, it is it's a combination of really hard but also easy because I'm like the levels are so short and did it it's a memorization game. And then when you can get uh if you're willing to memorize it. And when you know the secret to the bonus game, you can get three extra lives every time you beat a level. That helps, yeah. you know, soften it a little bit. I think if I would have beat my head against it a little more, I probably would have dropped that a little bit. Yeah, I'm going no. solely off the number of times I rewound <laughs> from those instincts. No, I mean, especially in the later levels, there's some tricky spots that I feel like would... I don't know how you would beat it the first time. Like, you'd have to die here and then figure out what to do. Mm. You know? Finally, we have theme and fun. Um, I went with a 2.5. As did I. Like it's, it's not bad. There's there's not a lot to it, you know. Like, the levels are kind of cool in the fact that some of them are interesting, like future post-apocalyptic worlds or yeah. that Statue of Liberty levels. Really cool. Yeah. But overall, it's just you're just doing the same thing the entire yeah, game. I mean, I liked it a little better than Shinobi, but why? Because it wasn't as brutal. Well, and. I mean, it just looks better, and you yeah. know, it's it was like, eh, you know, the levels. Check them out. They're they're short enough that I was like, mm, I don't know. I feel like if they were any longer, they would get really monotonous. Like they, right. they know not to overstay their welcome too much because of you know, you're just fighting more and more ninjas. And while you can cheat at them, apparently, I do like visually the originals bonus levels more. Yeah, it's a yeah. cooler concept. Yeah, yeah. I, even though I do kind of like the idea of just flying down and shooting guys, like, but you know, it's not as cool. And so I ask you, as I do on every show, Nick, should you play this game? I don't know, man. It's, it's. I guess, check it out. It's so... I'm going to say, if you've never played Shinobi, play this one. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, if you love Shinobi or dogs, well, I mean, maybe? I've, I've always heard that Shinobi 3, I don't remember, I don't know. The one that came after this is supposed to be the best one. I can't, I can't wait to get there. I have not... Uh, I thought this was one, supposed but... to be a really good one. Yeah, I mean... And I was like, it's... All right. It's a, yeah, it's a faithful enough arcade port and you know, it's doesn't have a lot of charm. I'm, sh- I'm sure it was awesome in 1990, but yeah. you know. If you have fond memories of this, 
if you love seeing dogs attack ninjas, maybe this is the game for I you mean, to play. It's it's short enough that you can check it out if you beat it in like 40 minutes probably. I don't know if you really want to grind into it. But If you own that collection, go for it. <laughs> check it. Next week's games. That's right. We're going to tell you what the next two games we're going to be doing Ooh. are going to be both from the same franchise. This will be a special Halloween and post-Halloween episode dealing with Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. One of my true loves from childhood and beyond. Not typically done very well in the video game world. And that's why we're doing two back-to-back. <laughs> we're going to be doing the Nintendo version of Ghostbusters. So have fun there. Yeah, yeah. No, but really... The palate cleanser will be after that we're doing the Game Boy version of Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, which I've yet to play, but heard good stuff. So find a copy of those games any way you can, grab your controllers or your Game Boy, and play along, friends. That's right, and if you want to let us know what you think about either of these great Ghostbuster titles, or you love Shadow Dancer, what's your favorite Shinobi? Let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Or most likely, you'll say something to us on the Facebook at Cartridge Command, where we also will... Read it and maybe respond. A happening spot. Or maybe you'll get in touch with us on uh, the Twitterverse at Cart Command, where I sometimes let you know when new shows happen. Yeah. And I will like things you say about us, but probably never respond because I don't really understand how Twitter works well. <laughs> it's it's a complicated world. It is. And uh, yeah. <laughs> but of course, at the end of every show, we make sure to thank those wonderful and fine folks that give to us at Patreon.com slash Cartridge Command. Cool cats, one and all. Yeah, without them, this show wouldn't happen. We really appreciate your financial... Financial? <laughs> we really appreciate your financial support. And uh, without you folks, you know, we wouldn't have the money to host the show, drive across this great state, and record together. It makes a big difference. Thank you all. Thank you so very, very much. And, as always, Cartridge Commandos... Game on! Game on. Shadow dancer, <laughs> dancing for shadows. <laughs>